Bonjour et bienvenue dans le podcast de la 13e année. Je suis Jack Salvin. Et il y a deux Je suis Tim McCoy. Happy to be here, guys. You know, got a little bit of the French here. I have to say, after, <laughs> from practice, <Google> Translate. <laughs> after practicing my lines, I uh, couldn't tell you what letters there would be spelled <laughs> out. Um, but uh, yeah, this is episode number 20. Um, I don't know if Jack already said that in French, but... Uh, no, I did not. Uh, I don't know how to say that either. I've uh, I've been doing a little bit of Duolingo for the past week, so uh, that's what you heard in the beginning is uh, one week after starting uh, Duolingo French. Yeah, so uh, he's going to be in, what's he, five, six months, you're going to be uh, in in real life speaking French, bro. Yeah, in uh, Montreal, Quebec. I, I don't even know if that was a good or bad pronunciation. Probably bad. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> But uh, anyway, this is episode number 20, which is a pretty big, uh, here's a car going by here, pretty pretty big number, 20, you know, that's officially marks um, five months, right? Uh, yes. It's yeah. been a little longer than that because we had a couple... Like, I think this is technically episode or upload number 23 because we had two parters and such. Um, but yeah, number 20, how how you feeling 20 episodes in? Uh, you know, I uh, I appreciate the podcast for its uh, consistency in the sense that uh, it's something that's stayed constant throughout the gap year thus far, uh, unlike a lot of other things uh so always good to have something to kind of ground yourself to at least a little bit and uh just really helps with the reflection and you know going strong episode 20 uh not gonna lie i did think we were gonna get here uh i could just kind of tell from the first recording that we were gonna stick with it and i'm glad that we have and you know we haven't been uh spot on consistent like getting the episode out the day we want to but i think generally uh considering how busy we've generally been and um our uh amateurness to podcasting uh i think we've done pretty decent so a hundred percent i think i think while we've been here like have do you think we've missed a week aside from t obviously when we we're at home we were uploading like every other week on average but i don't know if we've missed a, like a full week um i feel like we may have when the week you were coming back i feel like we missed a week but i don't know if you want to count that in uh that i feel like, like during during the swing of things aside from the break it's been i think you're right but that was kind of in transitioning into being at home But uh, no, I think it's worked out really well. Glad, glad. I, I, I agree. I think that after we did the first, I was like, I, I, it, like we totally proved the concept, and um, you know, we made a very little investment, but we made a little bit of an investment to get involved, and uh, it's it's panned out. Yeah, and uh, I know that we don't tend to look at numbers, but you got a sneak peek. 
I guess accidentally like a week ago or something. Yeah, and, I don't uh, want I don't want to say any of the numbers, but I was talking to Jack. Pleasantly surprised. Very, very surprised. So anyway, it's been uh it's been great thus far. Happy with the project and uh you know, let's keep it going. So let's just you know, get right into it. I know that in prep for this we both have had a little bit of an unexciting week. I mean, I have had like a couple uh, kind of very interesting events that have happened, but aside from that, it's kind of been like, you know, while living, it's been pretty slow. So, you know, how have things been on your end since we talked to you last last week? Uh, so kind of same as last week. I uh, haven't been in for the internship yet. Still kind of trying to contact them, whether it be through email or phone. Uh, I've gotten, I think, one or two responses, but nothing uh, solid, I guess. It's just kind of like, oh, we'll contact you again in the future to uh, let you know when you can come in. And then they don't end up doing that, which is kind of what happened last week uh, before I knew that they weren't actually in the office. So just kind of trying to stay positive about that. I've been in target a lot we had a bit of a snowfall here on thursday i believe so the uh, roads weren't great for like a day after that they've been pretty okay but the target parking lot has not been properly plowed and as a uh, cart attendant that is not good especially with the new carts and they're a bit heavier so they sink into the snow more just uh, not fun to be pushing carts in the snow over there, but nothing uh, objectively bad has happened. So it's just kind of been a boring week once again. But uh, what about over there? Kind of been the same on my end. I mean, I'll get into kind of the, the big events that have happened, but kind of just day to day, it's been quite slow. Um, you know, I don't know what it's an exact result of, but some of the work has slowed down a little bit because uh, of, of some health problems that some other people have had here. So like day to day, there hasn't been that much work to do, um, which, you know, that's, that's all right. Trying to make the best of uh, best opportunity here, but it's definitely been a lot of not that much and really just finding stuff to stay occupied, um, which that's all right. But kind of the big events, um, was let's see last thursday we're recording this monday night so just a couple days ago the singer luis fonsi visited the organization here which was a very um weird kind of surprise i was told the day before he was coming and i woke up that day with just someone being on my window saying we have to clean like um luis fonsi's on his way like get out of the house now Uh, for (laughs) anyone that didn't listen to the last episode my Living room is, of course, also a children's choir practice kind of room. So he that's where he was going to be, like, doing his little photo shoot with all the kids. So my dining room uh, was, you know, I got rushed out, you know, changed, showered, got out of there. And they fixed up the room to make it as pretty as possible. It's still not that pretty. And he was there, showed up in his, you know, black Escalade Um it was t- a total like um, publicity event. He was not here for long, but swarms of people showed up. There was reporters from every news station, photographers, and it was just a whole crazy ordeal. But um, you know, he's like a king of Latin music. Like he's one of the one of the big guys. So it was cool having him around. Um, you know, I got to say hello to him. Um, 
he was he was like about a yard away from where I'm standing now. So that was pretty cool. I didn't get a picture because I was kind of like, uh, I don't know. I I don't love being in those groups of people where it's just like 50 people just waiting to take a picture with a celebrity with yeah. masks on. I'm like, like yeah, that'd be sick. But like, am I really going to use it? Like that picture would be cool, but he's got a mask on and I, I don't, I don't really, that's not really my element. Who do you need element. to prove it to? Yeah. Like I like thought no. it was a cool experience. I don't think I need a picture and I, I don't know. Yeah, but, but, but the main thing I was thinking was like, I would not want to be like, I don't know if I would say I don't, wouldn't want to be, but like life would be a little weird if you're a celebrity where everywhere you go, everyone just texts everyone. It's like, show up now. Luis Fonsi's here and just swarms of people are just always following you around. Like, I don't know. I know. It's, it is kind of weird when you really think about celebrities and like they are really just normal people. Like as much as you see them all over social media and stuff, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I kind of realize that when I see athletes in person, especially like LeBron, like I've seen thousands upon thousands of photos of LeBron and like everyone talking about him and videos of, like literally since I've paid atten- any attention to sports. Yeah, And, like, seeing him in person, even though it was just him playing basketball, it's like, damn, he's, like, a real person. And, like, all this crazy stuff that people say about him all the time is, like, actually being directed towards a real person who has, like, real emotions just like everyone else, which, you know, sounds just like basic empathy, which, you know, it is. But It's just it's, a weird uh, thing to think about. Like, that guy's going to go, LeBron's going to go home and have dinner with his family after the whole world's looking at him. Yeah, exactly. But it, it's interesting. But kind of other than that, um, you know, I've been just cooking myself meals here. Just ate a great chicken teriyaki that I made. Um, went to the next town over. It was cool seeing the t- next town over, kind of how it compared. Glad that I'm in the town that I'm at because it was just like hot and humid there. And here it's got like a nice cool breeze in the mountains. Um, there's been a guy that's been selling pinchos, which is like a barbecue chicken like a couple hundred yards away. So you can just walk over and I'm just waiting with all these guys. And he's, he's like, uh, he just yells in the crowd, like, all right, ready for your gringo. Uh, Obviously in Spanish, but I thought that was funny in the crowd of people. And it's like two chickens for the gringo in Spanish. (laughs) Um, which I'm like, is that like, obviously my feelings weren't hurt, but I was thinking about it. I was like, is that derogatory? I don't think so. Anyway, um, it was great chicken. Love that guy. Um, you know, did a little shopping. Did a site visit a school. Toby came out the Peaky Blinders. Went to a basketball game. Get my coffee every morning. So it's, you know, like I've done a couple things, but kind of just day to day. It's been things have been slow, and it's just been keeping myself occupied. Really. Yeah, I. Uh, for anyone listening, I would definitely go check out the uh, Toby Peaky Blinders trailer. It's it's kind very of interesting <laughs> it's very funny especially if you know toby and uh, we talked about his experience with going into target in the peaky blinders outfit on what two episodes ago two episodes ago yeah so you can uh see what he looked like while being mortally embarrassed in target it was it was funny stuff um and then other than that kind of in filling some of this free time i've had i've been just trying to remotely do some videos with uh, Jack. We're going to do one with Neil, with Jordan. So that's kind of been kind of the 
trying to trying to get that going because that's I mean it's so much fun to do that. And the problem is that my Wi-Fi here is just absolute garbo. <laughs> uh, and and anyway, um, so it's like Asura. what can we what can, what can we do that is not that in, internet requiring? And there's all these stupid workarounds here too. But anyway, Jordan came out with his own little YouTube channel, so people should check that out. You know, Jordan's a funny guy. I, I mean, <laughs> so it's called JA Productions, which JA is um, it's his rap name. But did we come up with that? The group, uh, right? We were in the car when it was. Or were we in the car or were we in the Airbnb? It was in I think, Boston. I think it was in Lynn. I mean, you and I didn't come up with it, but I think it was the group. Someone yeah. said it. Um. <laughs> but super funny uh he's i mean so we did a recording um for his channel of uh harry potter finish the quote it's funny stuff um and then we did a <laughs> for mine i got we do a crossword puzzle together which is as boring as it sounds um but i'm just trying to get as much stuff out as i can you know when i set the goal of starting it i was like i don't even want to think about quality until i've uploaded 52 videos so I'm just trying to get all the stuff out as I can because like even with doing that, I was learning about the new program. So like I'm learning how to use motion, which is the uh, one of the editing programs and obviously transitioning from Resolve to Final Cut, you know, learning the programs, even if it's just doing these junky videos. So JA Productions, he's coming out with some video soon. And uh, you, well, you saw the first video. What do you think? Um. So the first video was styled pretty similarly to a uh, slideshow, I guess we could say. <laughs> a PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then it transitioned into a 100% vertically shot interview segment about a golf tournament that he never plans to release on his channel. So definitely an interesting first video, but... Very interesting. Uh, you have to start somewhere, obviously. And, and I think it was pretty obvious that the video was not made for us. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he, he, uh, you got to start somewhere and it's, you can't, you can't, you can't go much lower. So, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not. Here. Um, so, so we recorded the second video and then he's, his computer isn't the most powerful. So I, I tried doing a little research to find editing software for him. And came up with some open source. It's called like OpenShot. And it just feels like we're in 2008. We were on uh, like screen sharing <laughs> to just try to get some basics out. Just because I wanted to see what the program was looking like. And when I left is like text that's like 2008 font on fire. That says JA production. <laughs> it is just so corny. And I feel like that's exactly what he needs. Because he's got such great oh, wait, energy behind the, in front the of the Harry camera. Potter one? Just for his channel, yeah. Is this the Harry Potter video? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this at all yet, but I'm excited. No, but but he's got such a good energy in front of the camera that I don't think his editing needs to be complimentary, really. It just needs to be done. So if he has this just cruddy 2008 <laughs> vibe, I think that could be so sick. But I don't know. I hope he actually follows through. I know, uh, you know, Mr. Cyrus Arani hasn't exactly followed through. You know what? We might have to... Uh, we've tried to kind of get some guests at least in our head kind of in line for the next few weeks we should have cyrus back on just so we can like 
flame him on that. Yeah, like I, I really don't want to like, cause, cause I was persistent for a little while while I, he was enthusiastic about it, and I was trying to stay enth- enthusiastic, but I obviously don't want to badger him, and obviously he's like getting an education, which is pretty time consuming. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I hope that he keeps doing it. Obviously, I understand that probably time is hard to find, but um yeah hope i hopefully keeps keeps it up we'll see um but yeah other than that um make sure to check out ja we're about to record an undecided video with neil and maybe will yeah oh well before we uh sign off on this we should uh mention the olympics i think oh yeah the olympics started yeah which we've just for full disclosure this is our second time recording this half just because the first time was not good it was really bad but but i think we both kind of agreed that this olympics is like the hype around it is just minimal compared to like literally every other olympics that i've ever experienced um just because summer olympics were just this past summer which is obviously not normal and those are the better olympics anyways uh as a viewer so and the fact that the host country is pretty widely hated amongst a lot of western countries and people so it's it's just people are not as excited about these olympics and honestly like if you weren't following it at all it would you might struggle to uh even know it was happening at times oh i've talked to a lot of people that had no idea it was happening and I mean, that comes with it being the Winter Olympics and then the COVID situation where there's no visitors allowed. All the athletes are in like a biodome or bio bubble, I think they're calling it. And obviously there's like a diplomatic boycott. Um, I feel like there is a boycott, diplomatic boycott. Yep. So there's a whole bunch of these countries on a diplomatic boycott. So anyway, it's, it's interesting. Um, I actually watched a little video because I was like, hmm, I wonder what is happening. And it was like a very interesting uh, speed skating race where oh this, i did see that with this guy from hungary i think it was won but then he got penalized penalized and got from gold went didn't even place oh Wait. i th- there was some other speed skating thing that was kind of interesting to watch so uh, i think canada like knocked into someone and they got penalized and didn't medal and then uh, there's like a last second race between uh, China and some other country. And the guy tried to like stretch out his skate to hit the line first, but he was like inches away. Yeah, uh, I, I watched that and I was like, that actually that looks very hard to do. Oh, and yeah. I mean, all the Olympic sports are Yeah, at that yeah. level. And, and the Olympics are interesting, too, because these athletes like don't make a lot of money. No, especially Winter Olympics. Like, it's not like Summer Olympics where, you know, the most of the basketball players are either in Euro leagues, which they can still make some pretty decent money there, or um, the NBA. Even track athletes, like the upper echelon, can make quite a bit of money uh, just off like brand deals and stuff. A lot of the gymnast, yeah, gymnasts are well known. Um... But like in the Winter Olympics, like, do you know, can you name a single winter athlete other than Sean Wayne? Uh, I probably can't. I don't 
think so. I'm pretty. There's some female skier that I know I should know who is like incredibly successful, but I can't think of her name right now. But I don't know. I I I remember being in Lake Placid, and we were like at a restaurant, and the person, uh, like the 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 waitress was like a a lu, lu what is it called luge lu, lu. lu. <laughs> see we don't even know <laughs> we don't even know what, uh sort of like bobsledding yeah i know what luge. you're talking about anyway like she was like on like the olympic reserves so like all these people like they're not making money they're just doing it for the love of the sport so anyway respect that olympics are going on in case you didn't know um so if you're ever looking for something to watch, you know, you know, it's usually entertaining watching some of these unique sports go down. Yeah, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, I mean, I don't know if you paid any attention to this, but the uh, Washington football team finally found a new name. Did you see that? Yeah, it was the Washington Commanders, right? Yeah. What are your uh, thoughts on that? A, yeah. Yeah. Uh, contentious thing on the internet well well commanders is in what sense like war commanders i don't know i thought i thought honestly they should have stuck with the washington football team or making it the washington football club i think it is kind of classy isn't it i think it is is. i think i feel like i feel like this is just always something i've thought is that when you're making a new sports team the name just always sounds super lame like yeah, all, of the, all of the XFL like, teams when they come up oh, with new names, awful. and it's not their fault that it's off. Like the New York Giants isn't a good name; it's just You're because just it has it. history. You're used to it. So whenever I hear a new name, and I, I think the Washington Football Team, the Washington Football Club is nice, but uh, like they came out with the new the Kraken in Seattle, the NHL yeah. team. It just yeah, sounds lame. Good. And like the Golden Knights a few years ago in Vegas who have been successful, but it's still just, that's kind of weird. I think it's just kind of an adjusting thing, but I'm sure I'll get used to the commanders. I thought the Washington t- football team was kind of a classy name, even though I know it was initially hated for a while, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think commanders actually isn't even that bad, even though it's only been around a little bit. Uh, but after like two or three years, everyone will be used to it, just like football team. Um, and I mean, you look around the NFL, you got the Browns, terrible name, the Packers, another terrible name, but I think the Packers are, I, maybe it's just cause I'm used to it. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you're used to it. But if, if there's a new team and they call themselves the Packers, like, I mean, the jokes write themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so same anyway, kind of things with commanders, like people are calling them the commies. And all this I stuff, mean, it is but... it is kind of funny. They got like the red and yellow. Anyway, yeah. uh, before we wrap up here, who's your quickly Super Bowl prediction? If I had to put money on it, I would say it's probably going to be within like I don't even know what numbers are likely and which are not. Thirty-one, thirty-four, thirty-one, thirty-four Rams. Oh, that's really close. Uh, and like I'm going to say thirty-one, twenty-four Rams. All right, we'll be right back with the second half with a uh, little Tommy Father. Hey, 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is the second part of episode number 20. We are pleased to be joined by none other than Lil Tommy 74, Tommaso Vado from Chicago. Tommy, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. So you spoke to us, um, let's see, what was it, Jack, like three weeks ago or so? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. So uh, since we last talked to you, you mentioned... You know, you'll be going back to Chicago in a week or so, and yep. that uh, big album was coming out. So it's just, you know, how are both those things going? Um, so very good. Uh, I've had some changes in my, you know, college adventure. Um, I changed room recently, uh, went to another dorm, which is way nicer. Um, I just just restarted classes and, and you know, uh, readjusting to Chicago because I've been back home uh, for two months so it was a long break but um yeah pretty good and uh, uh for the album we're we're trying to make a very good job me and my producer of quality and so it's gonna take a little bit more time but we're working on it and uh spoiler alert we have just one song left to finish and then it's coming out i i expected that the delay was only because you guys you know are always looking for the best quality so exactly Perfect. exactly yes. <laughs> so in terms of being back in chicago i know that um you know just in talking to you first semester sounded like it went pretty well but yep. some of your complaints were basically just around your roommate situation um mm-hmm. so seems like you got that fixed so you know let's just get the breakdown going to depaul of course what you're studying how did first semester go and then you know what's what's happening now okay so um First semester was actually like all new to me and, you know, the experience was different. So um, I, I felt really, uh, and I don't know, like out of the out of my place. Um, but now uh, I can clearly see the difference coming in second quarter back to the poll and and just knowing exactly how my day is going to is going to go. And the classes are very, very interesting, um, especially because. I started to take a communication class, which is, uh, uh, you know, communication is like the field I want to work into in the future. So um, everything is going pretty good. And, you know, I also like with sports, I started playing uh, rec basketball and, and then I started playing. I mean, I continue playing indoor soccer. So, uh, you know, I'm keeping myself active and, you know, just it's a good way to make new friends because it's always nice to, you know, uh, play play together uh any sport really yeah so i think timmy said you're doing a history and communications degree is that right yeah yeah so i i started initially with history but then i just added a double major in communication because um it seemed to me like the most reasonable thing to do uh especially for you know uh to broaden my horizons for the future you know um so so yeah, and uh, and uh, the other good thing is that I also brought my microphone and with me this time, so I can actually record songs while I'm in Chicago. So I can do a lot of stuff. And you switched roommates. What uh, what was wrong with your old roommate? Or do you not well, have a roommate now? Yeah, no, I do have a roommate now. Um, well, honestly, nothing was wrong with um my old roommate. I mean. I guess uh, on, on the on the recording, nothing's wrong with him. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, let's see. Um, 
it was mostly because of the dorm situation, the dorm condition. Um, it was really, really dirty dorm uh, in general. And, you know, the lounge and the kitchen were all upstairs. Um, and, you know, like usually, I mean, to be honest, didn't really get along with my roommate that much. But uh, I feel like there was more major issues regarding the condition of dorms and stuff. So, um, but, you know, I just, I just, I, at the end of the day, I just wanted to dorm with this friend of mine that I really became close to. Um, but things didn't work out and because, uh, he had to film some, fill some forms that he didn't fill. So at the end, uh, they just told me that I had to move anyways. So here I am in this new dorm. And so far the dorm and roommate situation seems better than the last. Yes. Yes, definitely. Um, dorm has been a really big improvement, uh, because you know, the room is really nice. The bathroom is we share it with four people. So instead of 40 uh, from the past dorm, because it was like a communal bathroom for like the whole floor. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like it's, um, I feel like it's a very good dorm. It's also like located in a nice place. It's right, right where the quad is. So it's right in the middle of the university. So in terms of being in Chicago, I mean, DePaul's a pretty, you know, downtown campus right yeah yeah so i know in the in the first recording you kind of mentioned how you'd been able to you know go to a couple sporting events and such but um Mm -hmm. like just knowing you it seems like you definitely would succeed more on a campus that is in a city where there's a whole bunch of stuff you know going around so yes definitely are you happy that you're in a city and kind of just how has you know city life been for little tommy Oh yeah, I'm I'm so happy of being like really like ten minutes away from downtown with the train because, um, you know, whenever I feel like uh, I need to, you know, experience new things, go to new places, um, I just take I just take the red line uh, and in two stops I'm I'm in the middle of Chicago and you know that's all I need honestly I can there's a lot of the good part is that there's really a lot of diversity so there's a lot of uh, cultures and, and there's a lot of stores uh, that that you can find interesting things and you know it's a it's a great thing to just go go down in downtown with your friends and and you know also like for me that I'm an artist like the music scene here is is something incredible so you can always have uh, some sort of relationship with music wherever you go so uh, I, I I try to be outside as as much as possible and not only in my campus, but also um, throughout the city, you know. What's the uh, weather in Chicago like, like right about now? Is it like freezing? I, we're here. We're yeah. about to get like foot, foot and a half of snow. I don't know how often it snows there, but. Yeah. So, so like? yeah. So basically here, uh, the, the week I got back, it, it, it was basically every day was around uh, between like, three and eight degrees um oh, so it was God. like so cold um and then this last week we had a snowstorm um they said it was about between like five and 11 inches so a lot um so that's why today all my classes were on zoom uh because the roads are very like inaccessible and um but yeah so but somehow since since the snowstorm the temperature has been a little higher more like more like in the twenties and thirties, but um, we'll see. But it's very, it's very cold. So I always, 
always get out like with extra coat and everything, gloves and and stuff. Is DePaul like? Is its campus kind of all in the same area, or is it kind of like uh, BU where stuff's kind of spread out? Yeah, I think DePaul is a relatively like small campus. Uh, it, it has all the buildings are pretty much all together, um, close together. I mean, um, I mean there is the the music um, building, which is like all the way at the end of the campus, so it's a little bit like a ten minute walk, but that's probably the fur- furthest distance. Uh, so every everything is between like three and five minute walk, which is very very nice. Uh, so yeah. So you mentioned the you're studying so a dual what bachelor's in history and communications. Yes, yes, double major. So you know what's what's your thinking? You know, looking after attaining that degree, what's the career? You know, you know best situation. Where do you think little Tommy's going to be five six years from now? Well, that's a very interesting question because I don't know, but I am working on gathering my thoughts. I definitely um, want to be a person that travels a lot. Um, I have goals of going to Brazil. Uh, that's like one of the nations I look like I look forward like going in, and you know, I just just work with the people there. Um, I I really like doing like reporting events writing stories um helping communities like hanging out with with people maybe that don't have the same opportunities as we do uh you know always like um my idea is to be like the voice of the people that are struggling and so like uh you know being in a country like brazil uh that's where i see myself into in some years um just being there with the community and help and maybe you know uh the with my like since i'm taking a history major too like with some historical background to understand better some struggles that cultures are having um but yeah at the end of the day just 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 reporting and being the voice of people that don't do not have one yeah i know in talking to the past that was always kind of the interest of yours i haven't heard brazil though i didn't see that coming yeah, now Brazil has been my dream since I was little. Uh, really? I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm actually learning Portuguese right now by myself. Um, so it's just, I don't know. I just, I love the culture there and the music is, is super nice. So, I mean, music keeps coming up even when we're not like directly talking about it. And you talked yeah. about the music building uh, in DePaul. So have mm-hmm. you like taken any music classes or are you looking to take like music theory classes or do you not really? Yeah want to do that formal music education well you know i i so there's there's a there's like limited amount of classes you can take as as my majors because it's like a very concentrated major so um there's not a lot of opportunities of taking music classes but i definitely i'm definitely looking forward to take some classes in the future that when i have like some availability probably like some classes on studio recording i know that paul offers like a lot of uh studio classes where you actually learn how to become like an engineer uh in a studio and and start working with like audio quality and all that um but yeah i mean music keeps coming up because it's it's my it's like one of my biggest passions probably like the first biggest passion other than you know studying history and communication so um that's why i'm saying i'm very, I'm very undecided and what to do in the future because you know, if there's there if there was an opportunity of doing something with music, um, 
I wouldn't think twice and I would take it. So we'll see what's going to happen. So, so that that would probably be like sometime, not this year, maybe sophomore junior year when you'd be able to get something yeah. like that in. Yeah, I. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I also been to a meeting with there. There was some people from actually like pretty important labels that came to us came to the Paul to talk talk to us about um like the music industry, um mm-hmm. and that that like meeting really like open open a lot of doors for me and um. I'm hoping to do something with these people. Uh, definitely, like continue my music dream, and that doesn't doesn't mean necessarily that's gonna interfere with my other career. But you know, keep keeping some space for music is always important for me and for my realization. Yeah, definitely, you gotta keep those artistic passions. Yes. So you say Brazil. Obviously, uh, most people probably know. You know. Your little Tommy's from from Genoa, Italy. Yeah. Um. So, like, you think? Do you think in your future you'll spend time living in Italy again? I mean, you mentioned Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I we haven't really talked about that too much. Do you think you'll spend time in your life back in Italy, or do you think you'll stay here? Maybe go to Brazil. You know, what do you think? Well, I think I think that there's always. Um, there's always an open door for Italy because, you know, it's my home country and I always look forward and coming back um, and going back to see my friends, my family. But also I, I think it's very interesting because um, I, I will see myself doing some sort of partnership or some sort of experience in, in, in Italy for, you know, a short time period. Um, like I, I wouldn't just settle in Italy right now, but if there's opportunity of doing a year, to study something uh, in Rome or, you know, anywhere, I would definitely be interested in doing that. You know, having, again, I said, like, I, I really want to travel a lot. So so I will see myself maybe in Brazil, but I was also will see myself doing spending a year in Italy just um, doing some sort of research or just uh, working with some something that involves journalism or communication. So we'll see. But you'd see that more as a temporary, like a year. Yeah, definitely a temporary because, um, as of right now, the situation there to settle, you know, um, you know, start building a life in Italy. It's it's very hard right now, uh, especially because you know, uh, jobs are are at like all time low, and uh, you know, poverty is rising really quickly. Um, the politics are just messed up over there right now uh, so honestly yeah i just see just see myself as a temporary state um and then we'll see what's going to happen in the future so i guess kind of we were kind of thinking about what to ask you about and timmy kind of brought this up and i thought it was a good idea uh obviously coming from italy italy very very famous for its cuisine yeah coming to america which is also famous for its cuisine but maybe not in the nicest way uh (laughs) what has been your impression of american food in your years that you've been here compared to authentic italian cuisine well i think it's um and you can be mean to it it's fine (laughs) no but it's you know like being mean to american cuisine is is banal like i feel like it's it's take it for granted you know everybody says american food is not but i think you know 
obviously it, the the concept of food is very different here than in Italy. Um, just just based on you know, in Italy, for example, all of our of all of our meals are made with you know, not more than five ingredients. Um, whereas I see in 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 the U.S., um, I feel like there's this idea of the more the better so like the more sauces the more spices you can you can put in a plate the the better it, it tastes so that's like the main difference i think between the two cuisines but honestly like if you ask me like when i was in italy i would i would go like i don't know like twice a week to mcdonald's like no problem because yeah. I, I you know what i mean like People in like we don't we don't necessarily hate like the U.S. Uh, like food. Uh, it's just um, just really different. Um, I I think I I personally believe that I would not eat everyday American food. And same thing, I would not eat everyday Italian food because you know every everything you gotta change change up a little bit. But yeah, I mean it's just a completely different different approach to making food. Um, the only thing that I would say that I really appreciate Italian culture um, is that we actually, most of the time, we make food from scratch, which is which yeah. is like, it's not only like maybe a better, like it's more healthy or something, but it's also like a, a whole different experience of actually making food from scratch. And it, and it actually builds a lot of good skills and, and you know, like, a lot of good friendships too. Like you know, when somebody says, "Let's let's go t- um, to my house and we can make bread together, we can make pasta together," just like you know, it brings people together. So I think like food uh, as well as music is just necessary to bring people together. That's why I I invite um, my friends usually just for dinner and have a good meal. Um, so Jack, next time I'm in Niski, you gotta you're invited to the big dinner. Um, we usually have my family. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. well, that's that's one of the big things is like, you guys like eat together as a family like every night, right? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, like yeah. that's not, like, not really anyone. Jack, right? Do we know anyone else that does that? No, not really. Yeah, like you guys uh, properly sit down. Yeah, you guys properly sit down every night, which is definitely like so healthy, just yeah. for a variety of reasons. And that's definitely something that you know I res- you know I respect that greatly. Like, yeah, you know, it's a you know, it's it's um it's it's very it's, it's a very cultural thing because um it this this begins even back in the days when like Italy was just a uh, you know a nation full of farmers and um you know like just just the the fact that you you work all day uh and then you just sit down at the table and and ask you know like the members of your family like how was their day what what happened you know it's just a, a way to to build like bond more with your family and just like experience like a, 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 a like you know uh relationships with your with family members because often we don't think about you know oh like we we often think about ourselves but at the end of the day like the family is the thing that you you have closer to you so um you know like actually like hearing what your mom has to say hearing what your siblings have to say it's just it's just something that Italians really uh, like really respect and you know also the fact that everybody starts eating at the same time and and when somebody's done like we usually don't just walk away but we stay um in on the table like 
waiting for everybody to be done. So it's just like a really, it's 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 more like um, it's not even a meal. It's more like a something. It's an event. It's an event. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Uh, and then just something, you know, kind of curious about like you being like fully legit Italian, and this is kind of a thing that happens with uh, Irish people and Irish Americans. Yeah. Like Irish American culture and Irish culture are very different, but Irish American culture, Irish Americans sometimes usually kind of view them as way more authentically Irish than they actually are. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. seems to kind of be from the outside looking in the same kind of thing between Italians and Italian Americans. So is there, I know there's like a level of resentment between Irish people and Irish Americans. Is there that kind of thing where, Italians feel kind of misrepresented when they come to the States by people who are three, four, five generations removed from Italy. Yeah, well, I definitely think, I don't, I don't know personally if there's any type of resentment. I definitely think that there's definitely a misrepresentation because, um, or not even, I, would, I wouldn't say misrepresentation because it's actually like Italian culture, but it's just... Uh, like most of the time part of part of Italian culture are represented because if you if you look at Italy, the north the northern part of Italy and the southern part are two completely different worlds. Like for, for a northern Italian going down south is like being in a different nation. And the well, same I I learned the other day that in Napoli they speak a different language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's completely different that you, like if I I'm Italian, but if I go down to Naples and somebody starts speaking to me in in their um is no. it Naples or is it Napoli? Napoli, Napoli, but uh, you know Naples in English. But oh, okay, um, okay, that's, yeah. That's but true. if somebody goes down to Napoli and starts speaking, and you hear people speaking, and you don't, you don't know what they're saying at all, and they're Italian. Uh, so, so you know, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, there's, there's, I wouldn't say misrepresentation, but I would say that you know, especially where we live in Niski, uh, there's a there's a large Italian American community of people that. Are from the south so there's generations of people that came from the south um and so most of the time you're like yeah we we have these traditions that we follow and i never heard of them because i am from like the northern part so it's uh it's it's very it's very interesting because you know you never know um you always learn new traditions but yeah i don't i don't think we necessarily look down to italian americans also because they they came to America because the South especially was just uh, very, very poor and there was no opportunities. So, um, yeah, it's just, of course, like after like a lot of generations, you start losing, um, you start losing some, some traditions or some authenticity. But I think, I don't know, I think everybody has their own story to, to tell. So it's a good thing. It's not like a misrepresentation. It's just different. Yeah, yeah, it's just different. It's just different, you know, uh, from from somebody from the north. Uh, but it's I say it's it's Italy. It's Italy. You you just gotta learn. You just gotta learn a lot about south and north, uh, both things. So what's happening for uh, little Tommy in the next next couple uh, weeks and months? You know, what's well, what's up next? So in in my life or in my artistic uh, <laughs> persona, I don't know. Just, just you know, in general, both you know, as we close out here, what's what's up next for little Tommy slash Tommaso? Uh, well, definitely keep keep doing music, keep uh, doing new projects. Um, 
I I will go to I will have like a really short trip to New York City uh soon um in February uh and then you know just keep doing me in Chicago uh learning new things new new music and and hopefully we'll see how how it's going to go uh, uh there's definitely going to be uh good things to come in the future so be ready and do you want to shout out your upcoming album do you have you have a name for it, right? Title. Man, yeah, I want to shout out. Well, first of all, first of all, I want to shout out the whole like crew uh, of people, like the Seven Four Gang. That's how we call it. But um, all the homies uh, back home, um, Tim and and Jack for this podcast because it's it's something good. Like you know they're doing like I I I enjoy a lot. Um, you know listening to people's stories and and yeah, the album coming out very soon um it's called winter in the 518 um yeah winter in the 518 slash now in you know chicago but yeah but well it talked about the first part of winter um that i lived in niski and you know come kind of like returning back home from my first three months of college and you know so it's it's gonna be a good album uh i think it's a very good improvement from the last couple songs Um, yeah so yeah definitely Looking forward to it. So that brings us to the end of episode 20 of the 13th Year Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Lil Tommy, for joining us. Uh, you guys can check out more on the website at bodemedia.org and uh, the Instagram that Jack is running phenomenally, uh, Media Org, same name. So, Lil Tommy, thanks for being here. Jack, thank you. Thanks, thanks of course, to you. And uh, we'll talk to you all next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.